0: Welcome to Digging In with Missouri Farm Bureau. I'm Dan Cassidy, your host for today, and I'm thrilled to have a special guest with us on this edition, uh, Kenny Holsoff, my good friend. Uh, Kenny Holsoff, yes, the one you'll recall, father, husband, congressman, athlete, farmer. Kenny Holsoff wears many, many hats, and we're thrilled to to have him with us today. We're going to be talking about a new project uh, that Kenny is involved with, uh, but but before we get to that, uh, Congressman Holsoff, what are you doing these days? How are things
1: on the farm. Uh, things on the farm as we're talking today. We're we've just begun corn harvest and uh, knock on wood, things have gone well. Not too many breakdowns so far. Uh, but in my in my other day job, um, getting to work with my former political mentor, uh, Senator Kit Bond. We've got a uh, business developed lobbying firm. Uh, so I'm still making that congressional trek back and forth from Columbia to uh, Washington D.C. and getting to advocate on behalf of uh, farm interests, biodiesel, and a host of other things important to Missourians.
0: Well, it's great to have you with us today, and, and certainly we uh, we share a love of Senator Kit Bond, and we're going to talk about his involvement or kind of the, the relationship between uh, something that Senator Bond did in the past and, and uh, the project that we're going to be talking about here this morning. So tell us a little bit about your involvement in the Show Me State Food, beverage, and forest products manufacturing initiative doesn't quite roll off the tongue. No, does it doesn't.
1: <laughs> we need we need one of those Washington acronyms, maybe for that. But it, so, in fact, going back to Kit's days, uh, you know, this is sort of the the next iteration of the old food for the twenty first century. Uh, what what this initiative is about, and it was funded by the Missouri Agriculture Foundation, is let's look over the horizon as far as Missouri agriculture is concerned, and where do we see uh, Missouri agriculture in 5, 10, 20 years from now? You know, obviously we stay focused on the here and now and, you know, commodity prices and trade policies and all of that. And so sometimes it's tough to lift your head, you know, to look beyond the horizon. But uh, the, uh, the the firm Techonomy did a very deep dive and did a great a uh, thorough economic feasibility study about things that we have here in Missouri, uh, advantages that we have, resources we may have, how do we build on them, but also where are we maybe falling a little short, where are some opportunities for Missouri agriculture that we should try to take advantage of. And so uh, that's what the initiative is, about a 140-page uh, study, uh, but again, exceptionally done. Uh, as far as highlighting you know the pluses and minuses of where we are right now in Missouri agriculture
0: so that initial feasibility study uh, let's roll past that that was that was uh, released in february of this year uh, a lot of action since that time, actually from the highest levels of state government in, in Missouri. So tell us about the involvement of our govern, governor governor and, and lieutenant governor and kind of where we are today as a result of that.
1: Well we, we had we needed uh, obviously support from our, our Missouri leaders in government and government and Governor Parson, of course, you know there's been no, in my view no stronger advocate for Missouri agriculture than our farmer governor uh, Mike Parson, uh, and also Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe. So uh, earlier this summer, Lieutenant Governor Kehoe, uh, with the blessing of the governor, signed an executive order creating this task force because we, you know, we needed to have some structure to, uh, okay, we have this study. What do we do with it? How do we actually uh, build some infrastructure around it and then begin to listen to folks that are really smart in these areas? Uh, people that are in, in the academic world, people in the private sector, uh, our traditional farm commodity groups, maybe some non-traditional farm groups. Um, and so this task force was created. And so again, giving some structure so there are you know, members that have been appointed. You're, you're obviously one of those important members, Dan, you know, as a voting member of the task force. And the charge we've been given is that we are going to have to report back preliminarily to the governor. Uh, on October 1st, which is uh, really not a lot of time, uh, but that date when we issue the report is just the, the end of the beginning, as I say, because the, the conversation and ultimately, hopefully, um, policies that we're going to pursue are going to take some time, and so we will continue to have this dialogue and, and actually hopefully put uh, you know, these ideas into action in the future.
0: So that executive order was signed in, in late June. Report initial reports due on October first. So that doesn't leave a lot of time. So what's been going on in the interim?
1: We we've had a number, and, and as you and I sit here today, we're about to commence the, the fourth and final listening session. Uh, had one at the at the state fair, which was great. We had, we had well very well attended um, on the heels of Senator Blunt's. Uh, um, you know farm policy uh, meeting that that's traditional uh, so that was a more of a general uh, in scope about you know the future of Missouri agriculture how can we you know build careers so that our young folks don't leave to look the fa- uh, to leave the farm but actually you know can look to you know maybe stay in rural America or move back to the farm or rural America so that was the first session. Uh, the next three, and again, this would be the fourth one today, uh, much more strategic and focused on uh, initiatives that the that, that were identified in this taxonomy study, uh, and so we we've, we've had uh, again two previous sessions, uh, exceptional folks who have shared ideas, um, you know, and, and all the while not testimony in the in the formal sense that, you know, they're you know words that you are know, not under oath, that kind of thing. I mean, a lot of give and take, but all of that, the wealth of information is being recorded so that we can then put some meat on the bones as far as this report on October 1st.
0: That sounds good. So, these listening sessions that are taking place now will lead to an initial uh, report that will be presented by October 1st. So, we're hearing ideas at these listening sessions and then developing a path, a path forward. Is that correct? That's right.
1: Yeah, that's right. You know, there were there were three, uh, essentially uh, three prongs where the the report said we in here in Missouri needed to focus. You know, we are in the top 10, for instance, in almost every commodity. um, Top 10 as far as nationally being producers of commodities we don't do a good job, though. Uh, we we ship most of those commodities outside the borders of our state. What can we do, for instance, to enhance processing of those commodities? So that was that was one subject matter. Uh, we had a second uh, listening session, uh, pretty high level, about uh, nutrition and science and diets. You know, this, the Center for Disease Control says that. Across the country, about 686,000 people die every year because of obesity or diet-related illnesses. So what can we do from a research point of view uh, to build better diets and nutrition? Uh, And this isn't just a University of Missouri-Columbia initiative. I mean, at at that session, Dan, we had folks from Northwest Missouri State, Missouri State, Southeast Missouri State, Lincoln University. Um, obviously Mizzou Um, and and so we had we're getting buy-in and and I'm told from the academic folks this is the first time really this strong collaborative effort and and so that that's even uh, exciting you know as far as what we've begun but is how can we leverage what each of these institutions is doing to advance uh, our nutrition uh, and science diets Uh, ultimately to, so that we then are the go-to when people look to Missouri, they say, oh, Missouri, they're known for, you know, these, uh, you know, these, the research in high-level nutrition and diets, uh, and and that too is an opportunity for us here in Missouri.
0: You bet. So, so three, so we had a food for health uh, initiative or listening session that was the primary focus, and you talked about that, and we had one that we'll talk about today with uh, processing and what we can do to encourage that and then and, and then the third is that looking at the commodities we produce, right? Right. And, and what we can we do to add value to those? Look, perhaps look at new commodities.
1: New commodities. Yeah, that's that's you know one of the things that, you know that uh, we lament is. I mean, we've done a good job, for instance, on processing uh, as far as biofuels are concerned, for instance. And, and the study mentions that you know that we we have captured you know that uh, opportunity here, but you know, if you're cow-calf or if you're, you know, have, you know sows, uh, you know, farrowing operation, but we're shipping all of, you know, all of those animals uh, to other states. Um, and similarly, you know, the, the report does point out, Dan, that, you know, I mean, you know, look, I'm a corn, wheat, soybean farmer, you know, and that's just traditional commodities that many farmers here, of course, and we've got, you know, rice in certain areas and cotton down in the Southeast Um, but the report points out we aren't very diversified, for instance, with our plants, with our crops. And so are there some opportunities there? And certainly, and you've been a leader as far as this initiative uh, on talking about how do we create, you know, these regional uh, food opportunities, Um, you know, whether we have, you know, some sort of accelerators uh, where you can help process you know, maybe, uh, you know, some of these specialty crops into something that's marketable that could be on a grocery shelf. Or what can we do from um, regional food networks, you know, sort of a hub and spoke model for whether it's, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to, on Saturdays, uh, uh, you know, people should get the pavilion for, you know, local the farmers, market. farmers market, sorry about right. difficult. the difficult farmers market. Um, you know, what can we do to help these maybe smaller farmers that do produce specialty crops? Can we have them join networks together, uh, market those crops? I mean, what what are some ideas? So all of these things, again, we, you know, we are, we, we do some, we do, we grow commodities very well. We're just trying to find every aspect to keep those commodities here, add value to them, and ultimately sell them to the consumer here in Missouri and beyond. So,
0: Kenny, when we get beyond this initial report, uh, what do you think in terms of the odds of of longer-term success? Are they increased? By the fact that we have such a comprehensive group taking a look at this, that it's not just it's not just farm organizations or farmers, it's not just processors. And you referenced it earlier, but is that what makes this different from things that have been done in the past?
1: I think so. Look, I, you know, look, studies are great. Uh, sometimes though, they they get thrown on a shelf and gather dust. You know, and that's going to be the challenge, right? After, after October the first, is you know, h- how do we actually you know put this plan into action? Uh, but we've had such great turnout and such great energy, um, and, and even you know what's interesting, I, and I'm I get to help just facilitate these these conversations, and and but but watching the interaction of of those and and seeing people exchange cards and you know continue the dialogue, that's exactly the kind of stuff we're going to have to build on if if we want this to be uh, you know rubber on the road kind of a thing, and you know but but. I, I do think that's what makes this initiative different. Plus, you know, let's be, let's be honest, we have buy-in from the highest levels of our state government. Uh, that's critical uh, along with all of the other entities, including, you know, again, Farm Bureau has been a leader, commodity groups have been leaders. Uh, it, it's just, a it's you know, for me as a, as a farm kid, it's a who's who of Missouri agriculture and even, you know, beyond the traditional scope of agriculture when you start talking about you know the academics and those that are actually in the private sector that are uh, adding their expertise.
0: You bet it's an amazing group that's come together for this project and we're excited about the future. We're excited to have you involved Kenny. Uh, You know a a leader in in Missouri agriculture certainly someone that uh, has a great deal of respect in the agriculture community. Uh, We also have Dr. Bob Young who's a, a retired former our retired chief economist for our American Farm Bureau, and, and certainly well-known in, in ag circles throughout the nation. We have a group of uh, Decision Innovative Solutions out of Iowa that are coming in to help write the report, and, and they're experts on this subject matter as well. So taking the top levels of government, uh, former legislators, uh, we've got a great group of economists. Uh, this is really look, shaping up to be a good project, isn't
1: it? it it's a great project, and, and I think you know sort of the, the initial version of this you, you were a part of Back in the day, uh, and that was when you know Senator Bond had a vision, along with a lot of smart people around him, and I'm and I'm looking at you being one of those people, Dan, that you know created this idea of food for the 21st century, which was it, it's now it's it's like you know it's not that big of a deal, except back then it was a fairly radical idea of taking biology and technology and combining those two, and how can we help uh, Missouri agriculture? Um, and, you know, all of us have benefited from Kit's and others' vision. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a better farmer now because of the technology that's gone into my seed and, you know, the practices, you know, cover crops on the farm and, and you know, precision agriculture as far as, you know, d- delivering lime and fertilizer as they should be, being more efficient with irrigation. All of those things were essentially out of that food for the 21st century and the idea of how do we use science to help feed Missouri and the world this initiative that you and I are now part of is almost like 2.0 it, you know it's it's like food for the 21st century uh, but focused primarily on the things we do well and challenges that need to be addressed so that we can make sure Missouri agriculture continues to be the number one industry in our state for years to come absolutely uh,
0: well said Congressman, thank you for being on the, the podcast with us today. I'm going to, before we close, I'm going to ask you one last thing. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. So so give us your thoughts on the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: <laughs> what well, kind of season are we going to have? Well, uh, you know, hope springs eternal, right? And uh, man, I'm hoping deep in the playoffs and maybe even beyond. I mean, what a great, this is the great time of year. You know, we got, yeah, combines are running, but we got Mizzou football to follow. You know, and at least one of our baseball teams might have some postseason, uh, uh, you know, hope, you know, opportunities there. But, you know, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, there's nothing like it. I mean, this, this is the best time, you know, for, for a sports fanatic like we are here in the state of Missouri. Uh, and I hope the Chiefs go all the way. Same here. There you have it. Kansas City Chiefs going to the Super Bowl.
0: (laughs) All right. So thanks again for joining us on Digging In with Missouri Farm Bureau, with Congressman Kenny Holsoff and Dan Cassidy.